Hello and welcome to Messages from First United Methodist Brookings, Brookings First United Methodist Church's new podcast. My name is Sam Becker, and I'm the church's worship technology and media director. This podcast is a full audio version of the sermon, message, and scripture from each week's services for those who prefer to listen in a portable audio format. Today's message was delivered by Pastor Pete Grassow on May 5th, 2021. You can watch the entire service on our website, brookingsmethodist.org, and on our Facebook page at Brookings First United Methodist Church. Now, here's Pastor Pete with I Choose You. Last week, Pastor Krista read from John chapter 15. She read the first eight verses, which spoke about a vine and branches. She talked about us being the branches who are nourished by being part of the vine. And reminded us that there are moments where God's pruning is in fact good for us. In order for us to be fruitful, various things are cut away, which initially might feel painful but as time goes by so we discover that provides space for more fruit we stay in john 15 tonight and are going to read from verses 9 to 17 the the writing of john frames this as a conversation that jesus is having with his disciples so I pick up at verse 9. I love you, says Jesus, just as the Father loves me. Remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. My commandment is this, love one another just as I love you. The greatest love you can have for your friends is to give your life for them. And you are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because servants do not know what their master is doing. Instead, I call you my friends because I've told you everything I heard from my father. You did not choose me, I chose you and appointed you to go and bear much fruit, the kind of fruit that endures. And so the Father will give you whatever you ask of him in my name. This then is what I command you, love one another. An amazing passage, and many, many sermons have been preached out of this passage, but I wondered if you heard the good news in the middle of all of this. Right here, John 15, verse 6. You did not choose me, said Jesus, but I chose you. You did not choose me, but I chose you. Which is often not the way that we think about our faith. We like to think that we choose what we believe and what we don't believe. We, we the ones who choose whether to come to church or not. We're the ones who choose how to live our lives. And yet here Jesus says, you did not choose me, 
but I chose you. It's a kind of counter-cultural statement because we are surrounded by the illusion that we are the ones who choose everything we want. Advertising, marketing is based on the idea that we are free to choose. Choose me, buy me, take me. Um, we are given a sense of control and power over what we choose. We choose what we want, we choose what we don't want. And yet Jesus says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. Of course, many choices are an illusion. There are many parts of our lives over which we have no choice at all. We were not able to choose where we were born with all the obvious advantages and disadvantages that go with it. We did not choose who our parents were. Uh, we had no choice in who our brothers and sisters were or no choice in our upbringing or the culture that we were brought up in. Maybe we can hear, you did not choose me, I chose you. And as we've all discovered in the last year, we certainly don't get to choose our futures. Probably the most useless gift in 2020 was a year planner. Because the advent of the virus threw all of our plans out the window and we had to Start again from scratch. You do not choose me. I choose you. In fact, there are many things in life that we do not choose, but would rather seem to choose us. So what of our Christian faith? It's so easy for us to begin to believe that somehow we chose Jesus. In my culture, the, the words I grew up with, I chose Jesus as my personal savior, which in terms of this scripture is simply not true. Jesus says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. The fact is, God sees our lives long before we ever know there is a God. Psalm 139 is this wonderfully rich, expressive, emotive psalm. A psalm that is worth revisiting because it literally puts us in our place. A psalm that speaks of God watching over us every moment of the day. When we go out, when we come back, when we lie down to sleep, when we get up. And in the middle of the psalm, Verse 15, listen to these words. When my bones were being formed, carefully put together in my mother's womb, when I was growing there in secret, you knew that I was there. You saw me before I was born. Jesus says, you did not choose me. I chose you. Being chosen by God is a wonderful, precious gift. We are seen by God. We've not earned it, we don't deserve it, 
but God chooses to see us before we even know there is a God. There is this rich story told in, in the New Testament of Philip and Nathaniel coming to follow Jesus. Philip meets Jesus and then Philip goes to fetch Nathaniel and Philip brings Nathaniel to Jesus. And Jesus, in fact, says to Nathaniel, I saw you long before you saw me. That sense of our lives being precious and being held in God's hands of a God saying, you don't have to find me because I have already known about you. In essence, to hear God saying, I chose you when I created the world. I chose you when I made you to be the person you are. I chose you when I sent Jesus to live amongst you. I chose you with your own peculiar, wonderful, mysterious, extraordinary ways. You did not choose me, says Jesus, but I chose you. I am the God who chooses. Of course, here's the question. You have been chosen by God. How have you responded to that choosing? You see, you see, we might have been chosen, but the unique thing about our Creator is the capacity for the Creator not to force, not to force response. We have the freedom, the space, to respond to God's love. I am reminded of a sports team where the team is selected, the names are put up, the list is there. You go and look and see you have been selected for the team. It's now up to you to say to the coach, I'm available. Jesus saying to us, you did not choose me. I chose you to be on my team. Are you available? Will you step up and be part of my team? And John's Gospel in the unique way of telling, doesn't leave us there. Um, the reminder is that we are chosen for a purpose. God has a plan and we are invited to be part of it. John 15 verse 16, I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. This then is what I command you, love one another. So, so the invitation, I've chosen you, Join my team. Be willing to offer love. Will you step up and be part of my team, the team that goes in my name to offer love to this world? You did not choose me. I chose you and I'm giving you this command. Go and love one another. So allow me to pose the question. Have you heard the good news? The good news that says you have been chosen. You're on God's team. God has seen you since the moment of conception in your mother's womb and has been calling you to be in the team. Are you willing to step up and say, I want to be on your team? And if you're willing to hear that, to then hear the invitation to be part of God's team of love, 
to be part of the team that does not repay hatred with hatred, bitterness with bitterness, but instead chooses to respond to anger with love, chooses to give back uh, bitterness with kindness, chooses to respond to harshness with gentleness. You did not choose me. I have chosen you, says Jesus. Come on board, be in my team and be part of my revolution of love. To conclude the reading from last week, the fruit that we shall bear is the fruit of the love that God has already placed within us. We have been loved by God. The invitation for us to offer love in return. Thank you for listening to this week's message from First United Methodist Brookings. To get every message delivered to you, subscribe to this podcast for free wherever you get yours. And be sure to watch for new podcasts from us launching in the coming months. You can find information about our services and outreach on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page, Brookings First United Methodist Church. On behalf of the pastors of Brookings First United Methodist Church, thank you for listening and see you next time. This podcast was produced by Sam Becker on behalf of First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. Intro and outro music was performed by our praise team under CCLI license number 936719, streaming plus license number 21039161. Visit brookingsmethodist.org for more information.